You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. <gasps> This is Your Welcome America presents the Saturday's 24-7 episode 4. In our ongoing mission to translate British pop culture for America, we're heading back to 2010 to revisit and rewatch the ITV2 reality show that follows every move of British girl group, The Saturdays. Woo! From gigs, photo shoots and TV appearances to flying economy and old El Paso taco kits. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. And, and this, this is, is The Saturdays, Saturdays 24-7. The Saturdays. Headline hitting girl group. Fashion icons. Oh, I love this. And five great friends. They're facing a grueling schedule. And for the first time ever, we're following them every step of the way. This is what's called a runner, which means we run. Going behind closed doors. A bit closer, a bit closer. 24 hours a day. Oh my God, no. final app it is and for that reason oh my god wait i just i had a real chill down my back and i think a drop of rain <laughs> just touched my skin well it's actually quite the opposite of that because we are in a non-air-conditioned uh, garage at beverly hills because we are with podcast nemesis michael Woo-hoo-hoo! honored to be here <laughs> still a cloud above me. <laughs> what a lovely introduction. Thank you. Hi, babes. Hi, babe. How are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> Have you listened to every episode of this award-winning spin-off podcast? I've watched every episode of the series. So, so you haven't been listening to the podcast? I talk to you a lot. Oh, oh my God. It's like when Carrie finds out that Samantha doesn't read her column. And you know how that ended. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Well, you no, won't be in the next season become, of that, to Michael. To be very honest, I, I listened to episodes one and two. I didn't listen to episode three. That's fair. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so before we get into it, thoughts and feelings about the Saturdays in general? Oh my, well, as a band, as you guys know... Um, I spent my 30th birthday at a Saturday's concert with, yeah. with both of you. Yeah. And I have to say, it was one of the b- best birthdays I ever had. <laughs> that was your 30th birthday? That was my 30th birthday. Wow. <laughs> I just remember being so weirded out because there were so many straight men there with little girls. Because <laughs> do you remember there was like so many eight-year-old yeah. girls? And for some reason, I thought it was going to be a load of people our age. No. <laughs> but it was great. Our tickets were good. Yeah. They were you know, in, in goose formation. Yeah, we got up close for my favorite song, Chasing Lights. Go on, go on, go on, bye bye. There was, it only really felt like a concert right at the end when they, they did some pyrotechnics. It was like they, they really saved that budget. Oh, wait a minute. And they stole that, they stole that Beyonce at the VMAs thing of the, the video wall behind them dancing in like formation. Do you remember that? No. Do you remember that? I don't. It was actually. like Dreamboy and Beyonce did that performance where yes. she kind yeah, of played yeah, with all yeah, the lights. Course. They did a like a real Saturdays version of that. <laughs> I just love the Saturdays so much. Like, uh, like obviously musically, we we all enjoy Girls Aloud more, but there's and, some- and personality wise, <laughs> so in fact always. But there's something deeply lovable and deeply comforting. Yep. 
in the ordinary, simple yeah. authenticity that well, the sats bring. We've been saying this, watching this whole series, that we feel like they're like five gals that work in an office. It they feels really like are. we're watching five gals doing their office job. It's really fun. I, I still think five gals I went to uni with. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. Oh, I mean, Rochelle. Yes, please. <laughs> My queen. <laughs> Love Rochelle. So Podcast Nemesis Michael is joining us for this finale app, and what an app it is. This first scene. Well, well, actually, oh, we've got a bit of feedback, by the way. Oh. Bit of mini feedback. Okay. From who? So yeah, so Steve Early in London has got in touch. Thank you for listening, Steve. Hey, Steve. And he said... That, you know, the episode where they're in Liverpool or somewhere and there's the blurred out Irish person. Yes. And from a boy band, he thinks it's Danny from the script. Oh. That makes sense. I thought that was that was pretty good. Interesting. He'd be so mad if the script was being called a boy band. Oh, yeah, yeah of course, because it's, it's just a band. It's well, yeah, rock no, band. they're a rock band. Okay. I fucking hate the script. Yeah, me too. First, Who likes them? Well, <laughs> first so, scene. What so we, we, well, we have um, we actually had a, a kind of a preview of the whole episode, and I just wanted to note, did you know what song was playing during the preview? It's one of Ben's absolute favorites from the, the early aughts. Chelsea Dagger. Oh, by, by the Fratellis. <laughs> by the Fratellis. <laughs> yes, I did make a note of that. Early 2004. Or five? <laughs> When was that? Oh, yeah, deep in the recesses of the 2000s. Honestly. And they finally, they used, they used Up. Was, did they use Up or did they use Higher? Oh, they used Higher over like a season montage of just like things that had happened this season. They actually finally used a Saturday song. Yeah. Very happy about that. Thanks, Le- Polydor. Yeah, Legal really worked out that little snafu, didn't they? Look, we'll let you have one. If you've still got the, the 24-7 exclusive performances, you're allowed one. Or maybe it's because this episode's 24-7 exclusive performance was missing you. So they were like, it's fine. <laughs> Acoustic as well. Okay, so we'll this first that. scene I'm calling Leaving for LA. Yeah. So we've got all the gals packing for the trip to LA. One of my main notes was Frankie's got a very full wicker clothes hamper. <laughs> Don't know if you saw that. Just lots of clothes like stuffed in it and the lid hasn't closed properly. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. I, I did make that note. Frankie's overflowing wicker laundry hamper. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice how many bangles she was wearing? She, yeah, that was a... She's going to the airport. Can you imagine going through security with that many freaking bangles on? Those bangles aren't going to set anything off. (laughs) I'm sure they're metal. Yeah. (laughs) Made of like paper. No, and I also noticed Una had a lovely radiator cover. Did you notice it? No. What was it like? It was a real like build out boxed radiator cover with a lovely kind of lattice front. Obviously to fit with the theme of her mock Tudor. Uh, semi-detached on the estate and those are good because you can get them painted the same dulux color that you do in the walls (laughs) you just match it (laughs) i also noticed that molly was packing her own merch did you see that what do you mean she she was packing packing a sats shirt yeah and i was just like is she gonna sell it probably does she wear sats shirts (laughs) would she by herself well i mean with these gals it's probably part of their incredibly insane contract where they get paid 10 pounds a week sell your own merch you make the make 10 percent off of those sales can you just imagine her on sunset boulevard like hawking (laughs) t-shirts yes no down venice yeah yeah (laughs) during during that fascinating rollerblading sequence we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that that. so they get to terminal one (laughs) i just don't know why i just really enjoyed the fact they're all at terminal one yeah Actually, just before we get to the airport, I just wanted to know, I I thought that Frankie was packing so many flimsy tops and dresses for Miss Selfridge. So many flimsy, floaty little numbers. Anyway, perfect, perfect, perfect for that trip to LA. Let's get to, let's get to the airport. And what song got us there? It was, doing it for the thrills. Is that LaRue? It is LaRue. I used to love that song. (laughs) Of course you did. Oh God, LaRue was LaRue was not for me. Yeah. Weirdly, LaRue's hair is kind of related to Frankie's hair. Yeah, true. Do you remember Little Boots? 
Yes. <laughs> Remedy. What a great song. Dun, 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 dun. That was a great song. I think mm. Little Boots is doing a, what's the name of that concert that they have in London? Mighty Hoopla. Yes. <laughs> She's very Mighty Hoopla yeah. now. So we're at Terminal 1. Molly's going to try for an upgrade, she says. <laughs> at this point, I wrote, Uh-oh. are they in economy? And we're going to find that out soon. Yeah. And at this point, I reckon, I think they would at least be in economy plus. Right. Again, we'll discover the, the hard-hitting truth very soon. Yeah. Before that, we need to hit up Boots and get ourselves some essentials. God, uh, this lovely moment. Molly sort of spritzes something and smells it. She goes, mm, lovely, I'll get that one then. <laughs> what do you think it was? I thought it was either impulse or dry shampoo. I think it was a body spray. Uh, yeah, like a body mist. Oh, see, I was I was getting real dry shampoo vibes because you know, <laughs> you know, those girls are going through cans and cans of dry shampoo. They've got to keep those extensions as non-greasy as they yeah, can. Seriously, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen Molly so excited as when she saw that there was freebies in that magazine. Oh my god, she loved that. <laughs> she was delighted. I mean, what is she thirteen? What? So what do we think the freebies were? Because I I was predicting maybe a mini mirror and a lip gloss. Definitely a lip gloss. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully it was coral because that would be useful for Rochelle's mop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the late birthday gift from LA. And that magazine there was Girl Talk Mag. I don't even remember that I one. I don't remember no. that one either. All I know is just in general, there's just lots of cellophane, you know, <laughs> yeah. all those magazines. So, um, oh, and I also had a question. Do you think they get to expense these airport bits? Do you know yes, what I mean? Yes, I think part of their like sad contract is definitely that they're not paying out of pocket for for a couple of mags for the flight. But I, yeah, I bet Peter Lorraine has like a petty cash yeah, like, it's ab- ab- thing. Yeah, like they a, get a little my... satchel. I think he... they got given an envelope with each of their names on it with like a little petty and cash they, and they thing in it. they each get like a couple of magazines and yeah. some minstrels or something. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it insane that minstrels are called minstrels? I was thinking that as I said yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah. Really problematic name for a chocolate. Yikes. Una's buying books. I was, self-help book. It was a self-help book, but also the one she was holding looked like a Bridget Jones. It had like the upper, like the eyes and up of a woman's forehead on it. So I was trying to work out if that was a Bridget Jones, but I don't know if it was. And my, my main comment as well, just about them in the airport, no one is bothering them. No. <laughs> no one's, yeah, they, they get bothered by paps, but not by people. <laughs> in, the, in the whole series, actually. Well, because the people haven't been paid to bother them. Ah, um, I see. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later. <laughs> So they're late for the flight. They're late for that flight. It's made me very anxious because I feel like I feel like if you're flying in first, maybe they might be a little more discreet about you being late for the flight, but they were getting paged. They were, <laughs> was it Rochelle and Frankie were getting paged, weren't they? Yeah. Where I, lo- I love how Peter Lorraine wasn't like like getting them all together. He was just like, I'm on the flight already, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's a very strange way to wrangle talent. Nice to see Peter not in a piece of Girls Aloud merch for this episode. Mm. <laughs> I mean, not wearing a Saturday's merch, even though Molly has it with her. It was good to see that he just decided to not rep Girls Aloud for this one occasion. Good for him. Yeah. We'll, we'll come on to his clothes later because there's a few odd outfits that he wears. <laughs> yeah, I made a note of his outfit to yeah. go bike riding. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't make a, a bike ride outfit. Oh, well, uh, I've no. got, it, got it covered. My main note at the end of this little sequence is, fuck... They are an economy. Yeah. Of course they're an economy. And and to and to that effect, can you think of a UK girl group that didn't fly economy? Girl no way did girls allowed fly economy. They hundred percent girls allowed. I, I believe they economy. were I believe girls allowed by the time they were at the point that by the time they were at the point of the Saturdays, I think they were in premium economy. 
Okay, fine. Premium I think economy. Premium. I know. I think I would have been more than happy to see the gals in premium economy. That's that's the perfect. I, that's their spot. I reckon even the Spice Girls only got Virgin first because Sir Richard. <laughs> they did do a sponsorship with Virgin. Well, this is what I'm talking about. No, the, 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 <laughs> ultimately the Spice Girls did private jets. Really? Because they had such a busy schedule. And it was the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and they were making a lot of money. I heard yeah. they owned a Concorde. I just want to point out at this point that podcast nemesis Michael's notes are written on individual pieces of paper. Give us a little rustle. <laughs> I'm just very old fashioned. What can I say? <laughs> so cue the opening bars to TikTok by Kesha. <laughs> we're landing in LA. Wake up in the morning feeling like <laughs> so, I stand by the fact that TikTok's still a great song. Remember that New Year's Eve? Were you there that New Year's Eve where all the songs leading up to midnight were time related? <laughs> the final hour I was before there. midnight. It was in two cans. Yeah. Yeah. And then and one of the songs was TikTok and it was like hung up. Time goes by. That's great. It's um, a really fun idea, but yeah. how many good songs have that theme? I think we've just named them. That was there. Done time it. after time. Not a good one to dance to. What's that Madonna or Justin Timberlake song? TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Four minutes. Four minutes. Bomb, 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 bomb. I could listen to that over. I could listen to more than four minutes. Well, of you that. are a, a Madonna apologist. That you song are. is horrific. I love that song. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Break it down. <laughs> so <laughs> that's me being Timberland. Great. We've yeah. landed in LA, and in sharp contrast to Heathrow Terminal One. Who are all these bloody paparazzi in okay. LAX? So I honestly think the entire budget of the show went to hiring these paps <laughs> to look like they care about the Saturdays. But do you not think they wouldn't even need to hire them? They would just need to tip them off because they could maybe get, the the paps could maybe get like $50 yeah, a photo. To go in Heat Magazine. Maybe. Or to go on, what were their websites that were out at the time in the UK? It was Holy Moly. Yeah, Holy Moly. <laughs> That's about it though. Yeah. Daily Mail Online wasn't, it was just a... In its infancy. In its infancy, yeah. <laughs> We'd have to check, holy moly. Oh my God. Where are we going to stay while we're in LA? What, where all British people stayed in LA between the years 2007 to 2015, I would say. Well, yeah. 2019, really. Oh yeah, because that's when it shut. Yeah. The Standard. The Standard and Sunset Boulevard. I think that this is the perfect hotel for them. Yeah. Because it's, it's fun it's not shit. It's not super expensive. They've got a pool and they can all be like, oh, this was in Sex in the City, wasn't it? Right. Do you remember that? And it's got some, to quote you, Ben, some dead funky details here and there. Mm. <laughs> Enough to keep them be like, oh, this is nice. Yeah. Mm. Look at that, Una. Oh, Look yeah. at that chair, that metallic chair. I have to say, comparing this to another show that we covered, this the standard looks kind of shit compared to remember that insane hotel that the girls allowed stayed in <gasps> the Sammy Ramus the Sammy Ramus with all the excuse me do you want to get to the Sammy Ramus <laughs> with all those like all that clear kind of perspex like neon stuff the standard looks kind of crap the standard is a shithole like the, did the... you ever go to it no I've never been oh, I, oh my god I stayed there once when I was work I was in L A for work and oh it was like <laughs> it's like a hundred and fifty bucks a night right. first of all it's like a motel like it has a great view. Other than that, it's a, it's a total shithole. Like, did you see, like, it has that, like, turf like, yeah. next to the pool and, like, oh, Much like... My parents' house. <laughs> the turf <laughs> beside the pool that is right behind us right now. Is that that's, tough? Yeah. It's, well, it's so high-end, you couldn't tell. <laughs> Excuse me. That is, that's pretty good. I'm actually pretty impressed. It looks like real grass. Famously, my gran did have turf indoors beside her 1980s swimming pool. 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was something. Real really illusion. got Really got threadbare in later years, <laughs> that turf. Anyway, we're staying at the Standard. Yeah, Molly is doing what every British person does when they arrive in LA. Well, okay, so it's six, okay, so it's six o'clock here, so that means it's 5 a.m. in the UK, so I'm just going to... I was like, Molly, please... <laughs> Molly was really working my last nerve in this episode. <laughs> Rochelle, on the other hand, is doing what Rochelle always does, which is breaking out that fucking laptop. <laughs> the world's clunkiest MacBook. I have to say, when I think of through lines for this series, Rochelle and her laptop is one of the strongest. Oh, absolutely. Well, she yeah, she famously said she likes to get into her laptop, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, like she's cracking a code, like yeah. she's forgotten the password. Also, what brand laptop? Is that like a Sony Vio? No, oh, it was that? a Mac. It was a MacBook. It was yeah. a Mac, okay, I couldn't yeah. tell. It was a clunk-a-lunk old Mac. Old but I was Mac. just worried, did she bring an adapter? I could just imagine... Oh, Peter Lorraine's got to have had, to, like, maybe 10 adapters on him. Because, you know, they were like, Peter! Peter! My GHGs aren't working! Yeah, he's definitely got a Ziploc bag yeah, right next to the petty for cash. Sure. So, yeah, she, she gets this out because she mistakes New York and LA for being in the same time zone. She says, me and Marv are in the same time zone, um, so we're going to talk on Skype. It's like, I guess you're in the same country, but you're not at the same time zone, okay? Yeah. She's going to Skype Marv. She's going to. They haven't seen, as the voiceover said, they haven't seen each other for ages. <laughs> Just ages. I'm very happy and supportive of uh, Marvin and Rochelle, or Rochelle and Marvin. Uh, they're, they're lovely people. I think we've said that. I mean, every episode I've said that Dougie's a lovely young man. Rochelle and Marvin, lovely couple. I was just going to say, Marvin in this episode, we'll get to it, but his body is just like glowing. Do you not think he has like a sheen to him? Yeah, I would agree with that. Buffed. Buffed. Buff and buffed. Yeah. Yeah. Next day, what are we going to do? We're going to have a nice little day by the pool, aren't we? Yeah. Why don't we play ping pong with our hairstylist? (laughs) Oh, God, that man. Bloody Nick. (laughs) He's very, he's very STI, isn't he? Well, speaking of which... (laughs) What which do you mean? which Saturday do you, you think? Give you has, yeah, you could do. Which Saturday has sub with Nick, and why is it Vanessa? <laughs> I was gonna say f- probably Vanessa. I was gonna say Frankie as well. <gasps> well, he's definitely. Well, she, he did comment on yeah. the length of her we'll neck. Get to that swan like oh! neck later. <laughs> I thought he was gay. But no, he's, he's, he's not. deeply not gay. Mm. Meanwhile, Peter Lorraine is in a long sleeve shirt and jeans by the pool. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. I said, Pete, you're not hot. <laughs> Everyone else is like wearing a tank top and some <laughs> swim shorts. Oh, Peter, I think I think maybe he's like insecure. Maybe. He didn't want to be on camera. Top place. He does he does have a beautiful English rose milky skin. So I would worry about it that in the heat. Yeah. Fair. I just uh, Ari Ping Pong, I just wrote, Wow, these girls are boring. <laughs> <laughs> I have quite a lot of notes that are quite angry. I, th- I don't, wasn't very happy when I watched this episode. I was quite mad about it. I was really angry when Marvin arrived. Everybody in love. So put, put your hands, hands up. up. do. <laughs> so he like strolls in. They gave him a, a little slow They gave him a slow-mo. A what slow-mo? Yeah. yeah, no, they did. I noticed that too. It's just like, who the fuck cares? Oh, I, I cared. Yeah. I was really happy to see him. It was nice. Oh, I, I've got a heart of stone. What can I say? Well, Rochelle's my favorite, so I was happy to see her happy. But like, what's her storyline going to be if she can't like Skype Marvin? Well, she goes off and fucks Marvin. Yeah, that's, that's what happens now. They're like, right, we'll see you in a bit. And off they go to their $150 a night hotel room. My favorite part of this scene was throughout the whole scene, Una was in a in like a inflatable in the pool with like her feet kind of clinging onto the edge with her sunglasses and a floppy hat. She was just really just like commenting on things. She's just like, oh, look, Marvin. She's like, oh, look, Marvin's here. Oh, that's great. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> just mumbling away to herself in no. the pool. Yeah. 
Uh, did you notice that Frankie was just lying on the concrete next to the pool? She wasn't even on a towel. Oof. <laughs> like, they, they, like, they hadn't even dragged over a... I feel like there weren't enough lounges. Like, people had taken them all. Yeah, So Frankie totally. was just laying on the hard, hard concrete next to the pool, just sunbathing. But I also Very thought sad. this did look like a Tuesday afternoon at the hotel. <laughs> it wasn't like a busy, busy day. Yeah, Marvin and Rochelle go off to fuck. And do you know what I think would be a really good fuck just soundtrack? It would be a 24-7 exclusive performance, acoustic of Missing You. Well, I would say at this point, my computer or my YouTube decided to really give me a, a real treat. Uh, I got an ad just before the 24-7 exclusive performance, and there was a man just looking at camera and he said... When was the last time you did a proper cleanse of your intestines? Oh, I know that one. That guy. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, this couldn't be more fitting for this song because it's it been is years. a piece of shit. <laughs> so I felt like I really got ushered into the 24-7 exclusive performance. We've got to remember, it was a number one hit in the midweek chart. <laughs> so let's so obviously they really dropped that storyline didn't they as the psychic as the psychic predicted their next single went in at number one in the midweek chart i have a lot of thoughts about this what, what do you call it the 24 7 exclusive, exclusive performance. performance thank you so many thoughts should we start with the looks well can we just start with the venue are we in a wine cellar we are fully in a wine cellar <laughs> yeah and, you know, in most wine cellars, they hang picture frames just mm-hmm. in the middle of the Absolutely. wine cellar. I like to think of um, all those candles that were lit. I like to think that Rochelle did that. I wrote that I think Rochelle did the candles and Una hung all the photo frames. Because they <laughs> seem like the two most responsible ones to me. Also, Una was fully dressed for a, a funeral. Oh, they all were. I actually, I said that the looks were all a Miss Selfridge funeral range. Miss Selfridge funeral. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you're young, you're fun, but you're still going to go to a funeral. Miss Selfridge has got you covered. <laughs> you're young, you're fun, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, just long... Like floaty layers of black with like a leg that you could peek through. It's I, like fully like grandma's dead, but you're still cute. Yes, exactly. You never know who you're going to meet at that funeral. Yeah, this is uh, be, Oh my God, they should have done a funeral video <laughs> for <laughs> missing you. That would, that, that, that's the sense of humor the sats never have. Picking no. up guys at Grand's funeral. <laughs> that's I'll be funny. missing you. <laughs> also noted that the hanging empty bird cages. Mm. I did write that Rochelle's hair and makeup was gorgeous. Well, the yeah. makeup overall was substantially better than it had been. Yeah. Like in previous official 24-7. Think they really threw the, all the budget at that last that last performance. I, I thought it just overall looked better. Like yeah. it all looked much higher quality. I thought it sounded bad. Oh my gosh. It oh, sounded Van- really like fuzzy, yeah, didn't well, it? Vanessa was singing too close to her microphone. Right. <laughs> makeup wise, I also noted here... This was a real era for them in general, which is what I would say is raccoon eyes. Yeah. You know, like a black eyeliner around thick, around top and bottom, not liquid, just a really big thick. Mm. You know what I mean? Who started that? Like, like who was like the poster child for that? It's a little... Taylor Momsen. I was going to say it's a little... It's a little like indie that. girl. Right. It is quite like, so a little Taylor Momsen, yeah. but that whole indie period, it was like. They did like, flirt with indie girl. Yeah. Yeah. But Taylor Momsen wasn't indie. She was just a straight up rock and roll. She's a rock chick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Rochelle had a ring that I thought was genuinely a ring pop. <laughs> like it was like humongous and glistening and plastic looking. Okay. I, th- I thought maybe she was wearing a ring pop. She could be. Or maybe that's part of the Miss Selfridge funeral range. It's like keep your energy up at the funeral with this funeral inspired ring pop. Well, you think you've been out the night before and you're at the funeral and you haven't eaten. Yeah, so you need a little exactly. lick <laughs> while like, while the grand's eulogy is going on. Yeah, or it's a funeral appropriate ring pop. Yeah. <laughs> it was a look. And I also noted that Una's guitar strap was very folky. Right. Not quite. She, they should have put some like black chiffon over that. Yeah. It was, it was very like, <laughs> I bought like a very artisan looking, like you bought it in like a local market or something. She probably did. Yeah. Una's very folksy. We very, very folksy. Uh, so, and then anything else you want to say on the 
No, I, I'm good on the 24-7 okay. exclusive performance. So we come out of the 24-7 exclusive performance of the number one hit in the midweek chart, Missing You. Back and, to Frankie on the concrete. Well, <laughs> Rochelle and Marvin then appear from their room. Yeah. And it turns out that that dream sequence essentially was just fuck music for yeah. them. A post-coital reunion with the girls. Yeah. I also noticed in general throughout this scene, Vanessa appeared to be drinking a pint. <laughs> <laughs> And I like at this point, This is is this the point where Molly just kept, Molly was floating in the pool and she just kept going, Marv, yeah. Marv, Marv, Marv. Even when they were like reunited, Molly was standing too close to them going, oh, Marv, Marv. She's really into Marv. She's not de- that way, not that way. She's just very supportive she's friends. Into, she loves love, that's what it is. She mm. does, she's definitely loves love. Of course, yeah. You know she bought that love uh, key ring from Sex and the City, the movie. You know she did. That's her password. Of course Permanently. it is. Her it's password love. is 1,000% love. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, I, guys I, I, I think you better strap in. Frankie's going to die her hair! Oh, ah! oh my God. <laughs> Fuck, the, this thi- is... the things that pass for storylines in this program. Jesus Christ. I thought she was looking quite pink in this scene. Did you notice that laying out on the concrete? I was like, Ooh. Frankie's normally, you know, she really tanks the tan quite well, as we know. Too Some- well. Sometimes not looking the race that she is. But yeah, I was like, looking a bit pink there, Frankie. <laughs> so she dyes her hair blonde. I mean, what a storyline. Fucking hell. So while she's dyeing her hair blonde, the others go shopping. To the tune of, na 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 oh. Yep. Oh, uh, I missed that. Yeah, Amory's one thing brought us in. Yep, those car keys were jiggling in, not tour manager Mark's hand this time. He didn't no. fly to LA. No, long-suffering tour manager Mark was having a oh, well-deserved rest. The car keys for one of those rented, really clunky, red, shit convertible Mustangs. Right. Yep. <laughs> you know whenever you're driving around particularly... West Hollywood and Sunset and you see some fools right. in a red Mustang with the, the top down you're like oh they're tourists not knowing what lane to be in yeah and it's like it's it's like 93 degrees right and, and you've got the hood down yeah you're gonna start sweating when you're trying to turn right at a, and a red light and everyone's beeping at you because you're not turning right at a yeah. red everyone's really angry fucking oh. hell so the, the the paps are fake again well, yeah, because they go to Rob. I think they go to Robertson. They, I yeah. believe they're in Kitson. They're in Kitson, right? Is it Kitson? It's that's, Kitson. Yeah, yeah. That, that woman any, is the owner of. Kitson. I didn't see any Kitson branding. No, I didn't. Maybe that's another another legal that, issue. The, and it, that's an Ofcom thing. <laughs> and this, well, they called it a celeb boutique. <laughs> but they got away with the Smarties mug a few episodes ago. Can they not do the Kitson logo? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe Smarties are just more amenable to being on the Saturdays twenty four seven. So yeah, oh, yeah, it was it was definitely Kitson. Well, yeah, because okay. they were the name checked was Halle Berry. I mean, question mark Paris Hilton and Jennifer Aniston. I mean, wasn't it Kitson that sold those Team Aniston T-shirts? Yeah, yeah, that's why she liked it. <laughs> oh, okay, so she did go there. Yeah, she bought think, up all the Team Aniston uh, ones. Did you think Halle also popped in to support Jen? I just don't see Halle Berry shopping at Kitson for some reason. Well, this was 2010 though. It's a different universe. I know, but I don't know. Not even something to wear to the Catwoman premiere. I, or maybe actually, after party. Actually, maybe like maybe she went there for like the Teen Choice Awards. Yes, yes. something more something more yeah. fun. Yeah, okay, like a okay. funky look. Okay, best okay. best feline in a motion picture goes to <laughs> Josie and the Pussycats. Shit, she didn't win. <laughs> to Rachel Lee Cook. So the vamp the, the owner of Kitson, who I described as a vampire owner, she's kind of got very stringy hair and pale pale skin. Yeah. She is a bit vampire-like. Yeah, totally. And at one point, Vanessa's trying on a top. And she's like, said to the vampire owner, I'm so glad you picked it. And the owner's like, well, that's what I do. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the, the top was very strange. Speaking of f- funereal, it was a, it was like a lace-sleeved hooded black 
top. Yeah. Very odd. Mm. Kit- Very Kitson was odd. never known for good looks. No. That one, that seemed more like a funeral active wear, I guess. Like if you need to attend a funeral, but also maybe brave the elements or do like a rock climbing wall mm. during the funeral. Yeah. Got it, got it. Well, funeral with a view, you've got to climb that rock. I do remember Kitson... I went to Kitson my very first trip to LA. Michael, your dad took us there. I remember. It was the same day I think we had lunch at the Ivy. We were really doing the thing. <laughs> really did it. And I, I have to say, in general, I would say then, and definitely now, I would say that my life is more glamorous than the Saturdays. I'm just going to throw that out there. And that's not a huge boast. No. I mean, right now we are in Beverly Hills, but to keep it real, we are in Michael's parents' garage. <laughs> <laughs> with some old exercise equipment and this couch and <laughs> look i just didn't want to wake up the kids from the nap <laughs> sorry this is i don't know how she does it this is how yeah she does business in the garage <laughs> marvin was in a fun necklace and bracelet combo did you notice but, that yeah but like it was a bit i didn't like the tone no, i didn't know it was horrible yeah I didn't like it at all. He, he was acting very like Kanye to her Kim. I yes. Felt. What do you mean? What was he doing? He was kind of like talking about her her fashion was shit and he needed to dress her. Yeah. Oh. He was just trying to have some fun with the camera crew. I didn't enjoy the bounce. It was quite binary. Speaking of binary, Vanessa announces at this point, girls just like spending money on stuff like this, don't they? I'm just a girl. It's like, well, Vanessa, it's what please. what we do. <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> stop it. Ben, you said something really funny on, on one of the podcast apps I did listen to, which was... <laughs> so kind. <laughs> which was that, 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 that like the binary was not threatened by the right. sats. No, because my, I think the point I was making was that they're all just... They're all, and I'm in quotation marks, we're all just cute girls wearing cute things, yeah. doing girl stuff. Whereas, again, if you look at the Spice Girls, you had a, a variety of what the female gender could be, I would say. So you yeah. don't think I've made any good points on the podcast then? Not that I can think of offhand. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was really trying to tee you up for a compliment there, but you really went for the opposite. You make lots of good points, and famously, you are the star of the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. This is why oh, he's God. the nemesis. <laughs> the nemesis of the podcast. I really hope you're playing that Thunderbolt right now. Guys, let's calm it down. Let's put on the song Car Wash. I believe it was the original Car Wash, not Christina's. Yeah, it, it was OG. At the car wash today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're also just going to ha- play that. And then we're going to go into Dare by Gorillaz as well. Yeah, there was there was about five different music cues in this scene. And it was just Frankie showing off her hair. Oh my that's gosh. gorgeous. Oh, that's gorgeous. That's oh, gorgeous. Oh, it's lovely. No, it really is. That's yeah, gorgeous. Great. You're coloring yeah, It looks lovely. Good. It looks gorgeous really with your color. It looks lovely yeah. with your color. Uh, yeah. Oh, Frank. You've got great color. Um, like she doesn't but can we talk about how like nick doesn't look like he's showered in days like <laughs> hairstylist nick yeah hairstylist oh, you're nick you're worried about nick well he just looks really grubby maybe he's out on the sunset strip the night before Way maybe he went to strip. the viper room he seems like the kind of douche that would try and go to the viper room doesn't he, he? definitely went to the viper room yeah so her uh, hair she's dyed it it's quite an odd color it's sort of golden yeah i think it works for an la i mean the video is set in new york but it works for if it was an la themed video it would work because it's sun-kissed looking at the time i really thought it worked yeah in context i think it's really cute yeah okay and then i wrote one of my incredibly patronizing notes that just said these lame bitches i love them (laughs) (laughs) is that when they all hug her in support of her dyeing her hair yes i was just like do you know what they're just five gals that work in an office and love each other (laughs) do you know what i call that feminism oh Oh. Uh, uh, huh? What's their version of it? Well, it's because we're girls. We love spending money on clothes. And hair. Vanessa, <laughs> stop it. 
So the next song is one of my favorites. <laughs> Start clunking on that piano. Dun 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 dun. Woo! Oh, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. You got it. Your wow wow wow. Oh, and we're in Venice Beach, which is another place I took you, Ben, when we first went to LA. Yeah. All I have to say about this season in general: go ape, fish pedicure, <laughs> oh. rollerblading, and Venice Beach. Yes. I wrote, this is so shit. <laughs> it's a genuine note that I made. I was so angry that we were in Venice. In, and also just in a show full of terrible sequences, this was a really bad sequence. Yeah. So boring. So boring. Epically boring. Molly's great. <laughs> yes. I Turns out she's really good. She looks good. great skating as she well. Does. She does. Una used to be really good when she was young because she used to go up and down her street. That's what she said. I, I, I can imagine that. A little girl, when she wasn't doing Michael Jackson in Trailer, she was always skating out in the street, wasn't she? <laughs> Do you know, it's so crazy how bad they are at skating, because in the Disco Love video, they all seemed very competent. Well, Disco Love's not re- re- released yet, is it? Well, no. Still to come, because obviously, remember, famously, Frankie's pregnant in the Disco Love video, and the rest of them are on roller skates, and she's serving Mr. Whippies from an ice cream van. Oh, yes! <laughs> 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 um, did you notice that they went from wow into spinning around? I did. Yeah, double Kylie section. Yeah, a Kylie double. Giving all the coins to Miss Minogue. My but next that- note just says, this is so boring. <laughs> it's, I told you I was really angry writing these notes. Yeah. I was mad. And also, you know what made me so angry is it was a boring sequence. They didn't just get out of it. They had like four or five Vox Pops of people being like, I've really enjoyed that. Right, yes. Oh, what a lovely day this has been. And just, yeah. Jesus, just end. You tell the, the, the producers like, go. Go over and ask Vanessa how it was. They're like, oh, really? We've already got like a lot of footage of this. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cause I'm a girl. It felt. It felt Vanessa. Like- <laughs> Stop it. it. It felt like they the cut down or something. It did not feel like a finished. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It was I- so boring. And also, what's hilarious about this? It's so boring, and yet, in chasing the sats, the ETV show. They fucking go rollerblading down Venice Beach again. <laughs> it's like the guys at E were just like watched this show and were like, do you know that scene was so good. Scintillating. Although to be fair, in Chasing, I don't, I don't want to spoil Chasing the Saturdays, Please. but they also have a surfing lesson. Oh, well, that, that's good. That's, that's well, again, that's the upgrade you get when you've got E money. Well, this it? is it. Yeah. It'd be um, like that. Do you remember we had that surfing lesson in Venice? With I that do incredibly remember. incredibly tanned woman. And I believe that was the same trip that we tweeted the Saturdays to be like, Oh my yes. God, you're so right. We were like, we're in LA. T- oh, hang on. What year was that? It wasn't, they, that wasn't this. <gasps> no, it was, oh. it was, tw- it was 20. Uh, it was around the time they were fi- they, doing Chasing the Sats. They were doing Chasing oh the Sats. Oh my God, yeah. okay, fine. Well, I mean, good to know that that's, st- well, I mean, you're going to have to come back for that as well, Michael. Oh, oh, you, you couldn't keep me away. We're, we're officially announcing right now that we will be plodding through Chasing the Sats, the Saturday's ETV show. And, and you'll be happy to know in this scene, Peter Lorraine, he was still wearing a long sleeve shirt, but he had changed into chino shorts. Good. So those, just, those little legs were getting some air. I was just genuinely worried about how hot he yeah. was. For Pete. Oh, Pete's fine. Well, it depends what time of year they were over, because it's, it's possible that it wasn't that hot. It's just bright. It's just bright. And they were like do, doing that very British thing of being like, we have to lay by the pool. And you're like, oh, I wouldn't do that on a day like this. Mm. <laughs> so can we get to the best part of this episode? The video rehearsal. Yes. You- I have I have a fact for you. Is it about I Joanne have a fact Janssen? Too. Is it the same fact? Is it about Joanne Janssen? It's the best fact that a fact could be. Okay. Is it? Okay. So well, let's just set this up first of all. Okay. They're going to have to rehearse. They've been, in, they've been in this business trip essentially for three days and they've done not an iota of work i just want to say <laughs> molly has not sold one saturday's no, t-shirt down hasn't. venice beach 
So they're going to go for a rehearsal, um, a choreography rehearsal, and they're with the top choreographer, Joanne Jansen. Okay. So a, a woman who appears to be doing like an impression of like Liza Minnelli. I thought it looked like um, G- Ghislaine Maxwell yes. doing a Liza Minnelli that is like, so right. impression. So <laughs> I had a little, I was like, who is this woman? Or Diane Warren. <laughs> she, she's like Diane Warren without the hat. Yes. So I had a little look into her. Okay. I feel like if we discovered the same things about her... Well, I think we discovered two of her most impressive credits. Okay, you, you give me... Okay, give me give me one of them. Avatar 2, oh, The she, Weight of Water. She what? is the choreographer for Avatar 2. Fucking hell. She's literally out there, like, teaching the Navi how to walk across the street. Is that not bananas? Is that not like... I feel like the universe is folding in I know, I feel like we've just unlocked something in the universe and when we end this podcast, we're going to go out and it's just going to... Everything's going to be up in flames. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're going to have to live in this garage I literally this garage screamed forever. with glee when I Googled that. <laughs> she, it looks like she's also done Avatar 3. You're correct. So her work was, was well-received in Avatar 2 by the sounds of things... Well, by the looks of things. Another credit I saw was Along Came Polly. <laughs> okay. Oh, a classic movie. Yeah. Anything else that you discovered about her? You know, everything else just paled in comparison. <laughs> yeah. So, so no. I was like, good honor. That's that's legit. Yeah. Oh, do you know what? She did another Jennifer Aniston movie. Rumor has it with oh, Kevin Lord. Costner. Oh my god. Oh, I don't think I ever saw a movie. That one. I think only I have seen. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> Can we talk about how bad they are at walking? Well, we're gonna need some music for them to walk to first. Mm, what so should that be? Let's queue up. Sugar babes and girls yeah. allowed. Walk this way. You better talk this way. <laughs> I believe we talked about that on the Girls Aloud and the Sugar Babe special. We've discussed that song twice from two different angles. It's a real stomping song. Yeah, it's great. Nadine does a a really fantastic Stephen Tyler in that. Walk this way. It's baffling their attitudes. Why is this so hard? And why are they so sour about it? And they're also like, yeah, normally in the UK, we would do this in like 30 minutes. We learn it, but we just keep on going over and over. And it's like, that's because you can't do it. It's because you're, 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 you you can't walk. (laughs) It's because like precision is important. Yeah. And you guys just want to like halfway learn it. Right. And I guess it's because the goose formation is normally a little more forgiving of uh, a a few things here and there because you're looking at it. This was in a straight line. So it's kind of. Less well, forgiving. Yeah, I was thinking about it because they're so used to the goose formation. Right. And that's, it's so specific, but they've never had to walk no. in a line before. There's also lots of skipping around choreo in this music video, isn't there? Mm. There's a lot of like, at this point, someone has to like, as they're going along, put one hand up in the air. There's a lot of like skipping around like, woohoo! Yeah, there's a skipography. Yeah, and I, Ghislaine Maxwell was having to really work hard with that one. <laughs> Did you notice what she said? She said, you know, the girls are going to have to move and sing at the same time. <laughs> yes. And I was like, they're not. They're they're in a music video. But also, like, moving and singing is kind of what performance is if you're in a girl group. This is true. <laughs> so, like, I feel like she was pointing out that they were going to have to do the bare fucking minimum. <laughs> but, you know, God bless you, look, Joanne. Look, she she drives a, a hard bargain, a tight ship. That's how she got that work in Avatar 2, The Way of Water. I honestly thought you were going to say what car she drives. You were like, I thought you were going to be like, well, she drives the... 74 something I was like what how'd you know that there was there was one thing in her IMDb that I thought was fun she choreographed something on one episode of Charmed oh shit yeah wow nice do you know what I'm gonna need a Manny Paddy. oh not a fish one no no fish did Bunk. you did you notice where the gals had been someone was clutching a Baja Fresh drink oh I, I love a Baja Fresh I love Baja Fresh I, I had it that for the first time at your house 
What would, you, what would you order at Baja Fresh? They have a great tostada. Yeah. Michael loves that tostada that, from Baja shrimp, Fresh. A shrimp tostada from Baja Fresh. Yeah. You, you couldn't do better. Okay. So we've got this boring, boring scene where they're getting a mani-pedi. Did you see Molly's wearing a t-shirt that says, I love New York? Uh. <laughs> like, come on, Molly. Come on, Molly. Uh, this is also keeping up with my thought that someone has a foot fetish on this show because <laughs> this is, yet again, more close-up shots, especially of Molly's feet. We always get Molly's feet in every episode. Yeah, I've heard you say that. and I'm, I'm beginning to believe it. Yeah, we see a lot of her feet. It started at the beginning with that flyby, and then here we are in LA. I, I thought that, okay, so I just want to... <laughs> I wrote, wow, Molly picking a nail shade. This is a new low. <laughs> Honestly, like I thought we plumbed to a deeper depth in this. It's scene. like 90 seconds of her being like, Oh my goodness, there's so many different nail shades. And you're just, Oh, I've picked this one. It's like, This is not TV. Yeah. But you know what is TV? Watching Una learn what a massage chair is. <laughs> she loves it. She should get one of those at home. Oh, that's great. No, but she'd have to change the plug. But is it possible that she has never sat in the massage chair? Yeah. Very much so. This is what? This is 2010. Do you think there were massage chairs like that in the UK? Of course there were. No, but I think it was more in the UK, you would you would get like a proper massage. Or you would go sit in one of those chairs for like a quick 20 minute one, you know, with like your face down. Well, yeah, actually she might, she, maybe she never, maybe there was only ones in like the local shopping centre, you know, when they have them actually in the middle of a, oh, like yeah. a, a, a mall. Oh yeah, where you put maybe like a she pound just, coin maybe in. Maybe she was just never allowed to go into them. Yeah, that's fair. The local mall in Dublin. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the mall in Dublin is Yeah, I couldn't called. remember it. <laughs> they're, they're Dublin Square. <laughs> it's down, called, d- down on Grafton Street. I was about to say, it's, I, yeah, there we go. Thank you. It's Grafton Street. Okay. Your so, accent is wild. I love it. Thanks. So to, to add some real rock chick excitement to this, we're going to go get a piercing on Melrose. This is definitely, I wrote, first of all, as soon as I saw this shop, I was like, this has to be a Melrose. Yeah. I Googled it. It was. It's no yeah. longer with us. Freak chic. Tattoos and piercing. <laughs> this scene was also boring. <laughs> Rochelle and Vanessa, they're getting that middle part of the ear pierced. One of them is holding a giant bottle of Arrowhead water. I don't know if you saw that. I did notice that. Yeah. I also what? think... Don't you oh, think Arrowhead. That, I think yeah. you said Airhead. Arrowhead. Rochelle also looks like she just rolled out of bed. Yeah, she looked really rough in this scene. It's, it's like, who, who goes on <laughs> camera? Like, she looked bad. Although I will say... The girls aloud looked pretty bad in quite a lot of the footage of them on their show. Yeah, which and you'd think Again, that Rochelle was... had watched that show and thought, hmm, maybe when I become a pop star, I'll do things different. Just run a brush through your hair, Rochelle. She's, Come like, on. she's in a different time zone. <laughs> she's seen Marv, yeah. you know. She's been God. fucked at the standard. It's a lot going on. <laughs> well, while the acoustic version of Missing You, their top number one midweek chart hit, has been played. So Rochelle is really annoying in this scene because she's like, oh, I'm scared. And then the piercer at one point says, do me a favor, just breathe. (laughs) Yeah, she was getting, that was, she was getting really annoyed. (laughs) Who could blame her though? I was too. Well, do you know what? They've had their nails done. They've had their ears pierced. (laughs) But wait, wait, we haven't, we haven't talked about the most important thing that ever said. What? Which is going to Molly and saying, you've been blessed with a lovely nail bed. (laughs) (laughs) There was a great... Did you notice also there's a great scene where Molly was talking about how excited that they were, that how excited she was that they were going to film at Fox Studios. And did you notice that 
clearly someone on production had been like, open that blind. So while she was talking, the blind behind her was like, (laughs) and all you could see was like an escalator. They were clearly getting this done at like one of those, like just some like outdoor mall on sunset. And then at one point when I think Una's talking, she's like, it's great. We're in Hollywood. And they zoomed into the Hollywood sign, but it was through like the really dirty window of the, of the nail place. I was like, well, this is it. That, that reminds me of whenever I go to the dentist, um, you sit in the chair and you face the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> so you're like getting dental work, but you can just see the hills and you can see the Hollywood sign. I'm always like, okay. Where's your dentist? You know that weird area where kind of all the dentists are? Right. You know what I mean? Like by on Wilshire. Dental district. Right, the dental, dental district. district. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Where's your dentist? Uh, Silverlink? Oh, I wish. Mine's in Beverly Hills. Mm, famously yeah of course it's the family dentist the family oh, dentist Jesus in Beverly Christ. Hills I'm very relatable uh, you're even less relatable than me not true no uh, I'm not willing to to who's, make yeah, that who's to more make, relatable oh, you guys you guys are both unrelatable in very different areas <laughs> guys, <laughs> say it's a it's a clear tie but in very different areas of life okay we're moving on we're not we're not discussing this anymore can, can we ask our can we ask the listeners no i'm not interested in getting anyone else involved in your two's bullshit so okay, okay so it's video shoot day fox studios i had not heard of like the actual physical fox studios really where is that no, it's, so it's just it's just off hollywood boulevard it, no it's on pico it's, oh. Yeah, it's it's next to Century City. Actually, interesting fact, Century City was built on the Fox Studios backlot. Oh. And they sold all the land and they built Century City. Oh, shit. LA knowledge. Wow. That's but why she's here. This is why I'm here. But yeah, Fox Studios is really, really cool. Oh. Yeah. Did you notice what song took us to Fox Studios? No, because I wrote, what is this song? It was the Veronica's. Remember the Veronica's? What song was it? I can't remember the name of the song. It's like... I remember that song, yeah. I was just doing the Beverly Hills... No, no, do what I think back. I know exactly what you were doing. I think it looks really cool, the shoot. And I thought that the inspiration of Sex and the City meets fame is a really cool inspiration. Oh, shit, is that my kid? Yeah, I can hear your children. I like at this point that they were like looking at it going, oh, this is nice. And Frankie was like... I've never even been to New York, so I guess I guess this is it. I was like, yeah, she, Jesus. she's like she's never been to New York. So now she doesn't have to pay. Now she doesn't have to pay to go. Yeah, that's what she well, said. Uh, it's like how I felt when I went to Epcot Center. I was just like, well, I've seen the world. Yeah, You've done the world. <laughs> so Una, at this point, she's very emotional on rollers, and she's yes. been very sweet. She's uh, saying, you know, I, we, we're shooting a music video in LA. I can't get over it. All of them are very grateful, which yeah. I really appreciate. And Una looks has never looked more like a mammy. Like, <laughs> yeah. In her rollers and a robe. Yeah, she's like, oh, right there. This is she's great. like, oh, do you know what? It's gorgeous here. <laughs> That's great. We're just really thankful for the opportunity. I think that um, uh, Molly and Frankie doing American accents, I put, this is shit. This isn't funny. <laughs> Again, I told you I was angry at this It's point. not a good American accent. No. Taylor Cohen, the director, I thought he seemed quite hot. The music video director. Oh, I didn't even really. Notice. And uh, I just saw him at the beginning. I thought he was quite hot. No? Yeah, I know. I, I I respect that. Okay. Yeah, he I, he had a very commanding presence, and you, did you know he also directed the Thirty Days video? I saw that. Clunk 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 clunk. But very few other videos. I have no idea what happened in the Thirty Days video. 
Are, are they, they in, in an a, office? A diner? No, notorious <laughs> in an office. Yeah. Are they in a like, diner? No, Disco loves a diner. You know. See? It's not one of their better videos. No, it doesn't stick in my brain at all. They're not. They're not in LA on a New York set. That's for sure. Yeah, I thought I did say at this point. This is a big deal shoot, and I was like, I'm really proud of them. Yeah, me too. They were like, they really got. There was budget. Like you could tell they were a bit like, ooh. There was budget, but. I do think it's kind of exhausting for the hair guy who hasn't washed to do all five gals' hair. Right. Do you think that's quite a big job? Well, at one point he ran up to Rochelle and he just had an op- he just had an open backpack. Did you notice that? He had like his backpack had flopped open. And he was like running over. I think yeah, he was just sprinting around. They're definitely to... saving a lot of money with him doing yeah. all five. Because of their you know, hair. you know what it's like when you work on a talk show or something. Yeah. You've got like two or three hair and makeup people, and you've got to get everyone through. And it's like a big thing with the schedule. Fucking makeup schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so like him doing all their hair and that's a lot of hair God, just even the words makeup schedule it makes me feel very tired and stressed out do you think about he does it. like the extensions as well mm. i don't know i feel like they all got installed in london and they're just really clinging on for dear life for the whole <laughs> la trip yeah you're probably mm. right um i thought they did a great walk yeah so did the choreographer she says what did she say? I wrote it down. She, she said, God bless them. <laughs> isn't, I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that how we all feel about them? God yes. bless them. She gets it. That's yeah. how she got her job in Avatar too. the way of water. I also I, thought just in this video, Una looked really good. Yeah. She she's, looked, she's always a bit porny. Yeah. That, like the rollers had really done a job. But yeah. She had real like bed head. And I like that kind of like zip up denim kind of romper she was wearing i thought she looked really sexy she did look hot meanwhile i was a bit worried about peter lorraine again because he (laughs) appeared to be wearing a wooly red jumper and i was like peter you're not hot and he kind of looked like a uk politician as well he runs cool like a young young conservative yeah i was like are you okay peter a lot of skip dancing as you said earlier michael skipography a lot of that going on did you notice what the um vo persons referred to the break dancing as uh yes i did it is called us of a style dancing wow i was like i don't think that's correct (laughs) never heard break dancing described that way did you notice that really funny cutaway they did of the director when they were dancing on top of the cars? They cut back to the director and he just, I, I mean, it's not, it's a visual, but he was just doing this. Just blank. Just completely blank. Like he looked almost disappointed. So this, this whole scene was, they, they tried to build as like a real triumphant thing, this one day shoot. Mm. And we have the dancing mob in the street, dancing on top of the cars. And my note at the end was, it's fine. <laughs> and then I wrote, and I'm watching this having had a coffee. So if I've just had a coffee and I'm watching it and I'm thinking, it's fine. It can't be great. I rewatched the video after watching this episode. and Honestly, it's really good. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's good. It's really solid. Everyone is giving face. Like everyone's plugged into it. Because I know that obviously he, how did they do it? purposefully watched the non-Flowrider oh. version of the video. Okay, I'd just be interested to see how they plug Flowrider into it. I'm I all love, about I, Flowrider erasure. Oh no, I'm really into um, outside parties appearing in music videos not filming with them on the same day. I like when they appear on a phone, on a TV screen. TV, Alexander I, Burke, All Night Long, Pitbull, yeah, TV. Exactly. I also like when it's just like they put them in a painted room that kind yes. of matches the theme of the video, but it's like completely separate. I love Nicki that. Nicki Minaj and that little mix yep, video. Yeah, absolutely. I know yeah. what you're thinking. Yeah, Woman Like Me. Yeah. Oh, oh I hate that I hate song. that song. Speaking of songs everyone hates, when they're leaving America, America by Razor Light. Oh, Razor Light. Razor Light. Oh, my life. Watching America. You remember that song? Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. In this leaving LA scene, they're all like, oh, I don't want to go. And I I have to say, 
I totally remember that feeling. Right. You've just had a fun week in LA and it's sunny and there's palm trees and you're wearing your flip flops and whatever. And at the end you're like, oh, I don't really want to go. My final thought on the LA trip was, thank God we're leaving LA. This has been a new boring low. (laughs) I'm so annoyed. I've seen them pack twice in one episode. Yeah. And if you think you're bored now, we're about to have a whole part based around a dinner party. Oh, excuse me. This This final segment was far from boring. What? I've got forensic notes for this final, this hang final on though, scene. Hang on, hang <laughs> on. I question for you both. Why wasn't there like a big night out in LA? They're, they're there for a fucking week. They've got that half day rehearsal for the, the walking. They've got a one day shoot. Why haven't they gone for a big night out? Well, I mean, would that have been great content? I just think it would have been, I, I would have loved a fun gals on vacay night out. Particularly yeah. like after the video shoot. You, right. Well, if they were going to go really root one about it. I know for a fact that the standard is across the street from that bar with the bull in it. Right. So you'd have the girls the, like ride the, yes. bull, the mechanical bull right. at the country western place. Oh, uh, like, what's that called? The saddleback? Saddleback, whatever. Ranch, yeah. But that's where you'd go, right? right. Yeah, of course. It's visual. It's funny. Yeah. They can all be silly. Whatever. Yeah. See Molly fall off a mechanical bull. Yeah. Anyway. I'm pretty angry at Molly this episode. I don't know why. Anyway. <laughs> They're never drunk either. <laughs> no. I don't know why that angers me. Yeah. But I want to see someone vomit in a bin. Well, speaking of Molly, (laughs) and speaking of no fun, we're back in Molly's black and white tiled kitchen. We're back in London, North London, and she's wearing a paper party hat and going, woo, it's time for SDP. What does that stand for? Saturday's dinner party. Frankie's going to be hosting a girls' night in. So they've all got different responsibilities, haven't they? What are they doing? Well, she's prepping a dessert. (laughs) <laughs> her homemade apple crumble. Una heard it was Mexican night, so she thought, I know what, I'll make a nice apple crumble. <laughs> she wasn't going to make a flan, was she? <laughs> Nothing more Mexican than an apple crumble. <laughs> I mean, God bless her. Una is the only Saturday who actually did the task and committed right. to something. She but made she, such an effort. Well, she, she made a real effort. She, well, because she's the only fucking she's grown, grown up. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's the only one that adds flour <laughs> she, in the house. She, she's just like, yeah, like I can make certain dishes. Yeah, she had scales and flour and butter in the fridge. I also loved how she was saying to the camera, she was like, well, you know, we, we've... Uh, had a busy few months so we just thought uh, it, it would be uh, good if we uh, all ate uh, together for a dinner party and if we were all there it's like Una, Una it's fine production have told you you need to have a dinner party we don't need your justification for it it's, it's cool it's, it's just a dinner party it's fine yeah I was really weirded out by her boyfriend oh my god yeah, what a horrible scene the way after he tasted her food he tastes the apple crumble yeah. and then he pats her on the head so patronizing yeah. he, let's break it down further he tastes the apple crumble he kind of goes hmm he then rubs her arm and then pats her in the head it's yeah. so creepy it's gross uh, yeah their relationship is, it, it has come across quite dark on this show yeah. in a very yeah. subtle way like not not good he's so hot but no yeah but he's really not though he but like kind of mean yeah I'm, I'm not as a person but you know visually yeah, yeah. I, wow Ben is a real dickhead <laughs> So, let's offset that darkness by going to Sainsbury's with Frankie. Was it Sainsbury's? It was Sainsbury's. Because I couldn't work it out. Uh, yeah, they'd blurred out. I could tell the orange. You know, I used to work at Sainsbury's. So I, I recognize that color scheme anywhere. Frankie's in wedges. <laughs> so, I knew that Frankie had anxiety, but I didn't realize that she had a phobia of thin forks. <laughs> it, really, it really seemed she was unhappy. And that's because she doesn't have matching plates or enough crockery, which is something I do, you know... I do understand. For our recent book club, I did have to get Bordeaux to bring over multiple plates and knives and things for me because I didn't have enough stuff <laughs> and glasses. Um, so she's having to buy more things from the uh, 
the Sainsbury's home section, yeah. if you will. Do you know, I still remember the code for a loose potato at Sainsbury's. What is it? 4088. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Type that in on the till and it'll give you a waste of potatoes. Wow. Yep. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So at one point during the sequence, Frankie is literally sat on the floor of the Tesco. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like buy some spices. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, they really did. She really did seem to be there by herself with just one, you know, to use a real TV talk for just you two, just one AP with a Z one, <laughs> <laughs> just one one person for production with a camera. That I felt like there wasn't even like anyone, like a runner there trying to like help her. No. She really, she seemed quite out of it, and she was just at times doing like bits to camera. I was like, Frankie. Get it together. Yeah. I did really enjoy... <laughs> I did really enjoy this scene. It was just uh, Frankie standing in the meat aisle, standing in front of a load of old minced beef, just kind of <laughs> like... She's just like, trying to be funny. And this, like, a man that like, comes behind her and just reaches and gets some, like, lean pork mince behind her. I just, and it's just by that sign that just said beef. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's so UK. It's beef. Poor dear. And <laughs> oh. um, we do have some other members of the group who are making an effort because we've got Molly on starters... Yeah, yeah, so what is a starter, Ben? What would you call a starter? A starter, well, for US listeners, that is an appetizer. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what it's not. What isn't it? It's not a, a, a poly bag from Sainsbury's, <laughs> a plastic Filled bag, with. dumped on a kitchen work surface, <laughs> and inside are a couple of bags of Doritos and uh, Tex-Mex dips. Yeah, four dips in one. Yeah. Like, yeah. is that the best she could fucking do? That is remarkable. not a starter. That's... At best, that should be what is just on Frankie's coffee table as the gals arrive and are just mingling and having drinks. You should have two bowls of Doritos with a text mix. That's just for people just to have here and there throughout the meal. It's nibbles, nibbles. It's nibbles. If you're, what is a Mexican starter? Nachos, like fully done nachos. So like with the I, cheese. I thought she stuff. was going to do fully fully done yeah, nachos. Yeah, so she should have done nachos. But, well, no, Frankie bought the nachos. Wait, I, saw, the, I saw them in her cart. Old El Paso nacho kit. No, 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 she, no, no, she, no, she, she had also, nachos too. She also oh. had a, bought a nacho kit, which is insane because what is in an old El Paso nacho kit? A bunch of stale chips stale, and Stale fucking, nachos, ugh. like a little plastic bag of like salsa and oh. some like what, room temperature sour cream. Can you explain to American listeners what old El Paso is? Well, it's old. It is El Paso. Old, okay, old El Paso is, the, for me, it's the 90s. Mm-hmm. So when Mexican food, I'm using the term very loosely, first appeared in the 90s in the UK, yeah. you might have started going out to a restaurant, a family restaurant, you might have had a fajita. And you're like, oh, I want to create this at home. So you would go to your Sainsbury's <laughs> or Tesco and you would get a branded old El Paso fajita or taco or whatever enchilada enchilada kit (laughs) Uh, and it's a a cardboard box (laughs) with all the ingredients inside in little little sachets like plastic sachets apart from you have to buy your meat separately you have to buy your vegetables separately exactly they're not going to give you mints yeah cheese cheese separately as well cheese separately as well yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's also like spices that you put in your meats yeah which I don't believe was used and also, like, the no. spices are not very spicy. Like, this is the most tame version of Mexican food that yeah. there ever yeah. could be. We're pretty far from Mexico. Yeah. Let's get into that conservatory. Uh, it's a... What song is playing? Oh, what song was playing? La Bamba. Oh, yes. La Bamba is playing. You're right. <laughs> and if you think that's as racist as it gets, it gets worse. So, what is the decor and the decoration like in Frankie's conservatory? Your child appears to be about... Okay, your dad's there. Thank God. I was like, Patrick's about to Did get you think into... he was about to fall I was into like, the pool? I was like, your child is unsupervised by the pool, but no, your dad's there. Okay. Well, I like your dad's shorts. They're fun. Okay. Stop, so stop checking yeah. out my dad. Let's talk about the decor of Frankie's conservatory. Well, we've got some some string lights, some fairy lights. Yes. She's laid out square plates. My absolute 
Ben crockery nems hate square plates. Square plates are terrible. Yeah. I'm with you on this. Yeah, ben. but I do think that you're like for Joan Crawford and wire hangers. Ben is to square plates. Yeah, it's really a bugbear of his. So I have a bugbear. What is it? What is? Do you think that she rinsed the plates? Or the silverware before she put it on the table. Absolutely no. not. We saw her just cutting it out. She was running out of time. She had no time. That is disgusting. She also uh, she also had put kind of just glitter strewn on the table. There was just glitter everywhere. And then did you notice there was a twig decoration which had kind of lights fading in and out, which I believe maybe have been either a fiber optic thing or she had put fairy lights around some twigs. Oh, I totally missed just, that. Yeah, it was like in a pot in the corner of the conservatory, just fairy light twig thing. Do you think that was left over from Christmas? And she just thought, I'll just keep that up the whole year. Looks good. Probably. Uh, she has some horrible wicker chairs in her conservatory. I knew you were going to mention the wicker chairs. <laughs> They're really bad. Yeah. She, well, she got a bulk, bulk wicker load with that laundry hamper from the first scene. Mm-hmm. Some wicker mania. So Rochelle turns up 30 minutes early with a plastic bag. And I just want to <laughs> say, in general, so many plastic shopping bags yeah. in this sequence. It was really like bag for life and things just weren't a thing then maybe i think it was like that was like a 2012 13 yeah that's right. when that's when it, they just stopped yeah yeah and then if you ever so if you in the future you ever see like a plastic bag in the ocean it's from it's from this dinner party because there are so many yeah i thought the funniest part of this episode was the fact that they left una standing outside in the rain so they could put on some wacky sombreros and moustaches and Una was, again, she's a grown-up. She does not need to be standing in the rain. She wasn't she wearing was, a coat. She was like, do you think they know it's raining? Yeah. Like, she was not and like, happy. And even when Frank, she's like, oh, ha, ha. She's like, I'm not wearing a coat. It was very, come dine with me. Yeah, it was. The thing is, if she had a sombrero on, it would have protected her yeah. from the rain. Well, and I noticed at this point, two of the girls, I think, are drinking Coronas with a lime in them. Saw that. And Classic. Then, what did Vanessa bring? She brought some of the cheapest Cuervo you can possibly buy. Yeah, Jose, Jose Cuervo, Cuervo, like original tequila. Yeah. This is before tequila technology really yeah. hit the UK, I would say. This is the kind of tequila that really makes you throw up. Oof. It's, it's the, <laughs> really it's the tequila that nobody can drink over yes. the age of 24 because Completely. they've had a bad experience. I hope they all got Addison Lee's there. I'm just thinking. Because if they're going to do shots and have those Coronas, they must have done, yeah, last night of filming. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely saw multiple. I saw like... A real handful of like I saw a bloss- like a sad Blossom Hill wine that was like half drunk. They they definitely don't really go for it. Maybe on camera. Maybe they didn't want to do it on camera for this show. Maybe, but yeah. and it looks like Frankie's drinking a pint of Diet Coke and ice <laughs> out of like one of those Peroni pint glasses. You know those very specific shaped ones. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I, I've done that before but um i really enjoyed the part when rochelle opened the fridge and just was just like it's just raw mints <laughs> yeah she's like still got raw mints in there now <laughs> let's just let's just talk about this meal the way she served it was very odd she appeared to have not applied any of the spices to the mints because what you're meant to do with the the old el paso taco kit is you kind of toss the minced beef in the spices yeah and then yes maybe you do just serve kind of meat in a bowl she had served the meat on top of lettuce and she'd appeared to not add because the spice normally gives it like a little bit tinge of something a little red yeah it looked like medium like lukewarm cooked minced beef on top of like wet lettuce yeah that's exactly really, what like, it was Bleh. And then there were some beans. Yeah, but it's also like you want the lettuce to be in part of in your taco, so the lettuce should be in its own separate bowl. I think she ran out of bowls. Oh yeah, it did look like a kind of a fruit bowl, didn't it? Or like a big bowl that she'd had to get down from a cupboard. There's a lot of very just grey looking food in general. Yeah. 
I, I write in all caps is the saddest dinner I've ever seen. But they try and really in the edit, they've tried to tell the story that it's a it's a remarkable turn of events that, that Frankie can cook and everyone is complimenting her. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, oh, this is so nice of them. This is this is why I love the Saturdays. Yeah, they're nice. Because they're supporting each other. Because that is a bad meal. Yeah. A really bad meal. The only person well, who's made an effort is to say, let's <laughs> Oh no, hang on. Before we get to Una's dessert, let's just production have brought in one prop and it's a pinata. It is a pinata. And what are they using to hit it? What was that? Like a golf club? It was or like an unscrewed broom handle, like a plastic, <laughs> like a Sainsbury's own brand plastic broom where they'd unscrewed the the broom end from it. Now I was sad here because they definitely missed a trick. Something missing from this episode that they used in every other episode. They tied something round mm-hmm. uh, their eyes uh, for a blindfold. Yep. It was not an Alexander McQueen yep. skull scarf. I was yep. furious. I made that same note. Yeah. I made, like, that, how, I made yeah. that note too. <laughs> I was like, how could we not use a skull scarf? It's it's actually a crime. Oh, those those flimsy scarves. I'm so glad that's over. <laughs> they they'll come back. I know. And then I cackled out loud because they like had all this fun and frolics, and then. Like, there's just this guy, it felt like a scene from like the office or something. They were all just sitting there like, oh yeah, yeah. And then they just whipped around and Una's in the archway and she's like, would anyone, is anyone up for apple crumble? <laughs> I was like, do you know what, Una? Yes, I am. Absolutely. <laughs> I was like, do you know what? Let's have some lovely apple crumble. And during this whole period of the, of the show and they're kind of cutting back and forth between different people, they keep cutting between them eating dinner and them having crumble, but like interchangeably. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very strange. Because hats go on and off as well. Oh, yeah. The it's sombreros. so discombobulating. Yeah. And I'm just like, is it dessert or dinner? There's What's some, happening? There was some pretty bad continuity happening. Tell you what was continuously there, though, was a, a blurred out bottle of Sprite on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I was they could get Jose Cuervo, but not Sprite. Not Sprite. They get Smarties, Jose Cuervo, <laughs> <laughs> not Sprite. <laughs> and not AA driving school. Not AA driving episode school. One. <laughs> Impossible to clear that. And then uh, this 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 rocket ride through fame and glamour ends just how you think it would, with every girl individually pulling a small party popper. <laughs> oh. Oh, I mean, what a show. That's it. That's, that's it. The, that's the, the finale of four episodes. Jesus Christ. Is this one of the most boring TV shows ever made? Um, I think that actually it's sh- it's proven to not be in every other episode, but this is the worst episode of the four. I was so angry throughout a lot of this episode. Which is remarkable because they go on an international trip yeah, and they, yet it's they the made most boring it, episode. They made it so boring. Um, but you know what? Like I said many times through my notes, I love these lame bitches. I, I really do, too. do. As they were like laughing away in the conservatory and they were doing all those pieces to camera about like, yeah, I love being the Saturdays because you get to like do fun stuff with your friends. I was like, <laughs> yep, I love them. Lovely girls. Who is the MVP of the series? Which sat would uh, you say? Rochelle. Rochelle. Yeah. Definitely Rochelle. Yeah. Closely followed by, by Una. Una. Yep. Yeah. I would say Rochelle and Una. Carrying but, it. And and then is it Molly or is it Frankie next? It's Molly next, and then Frankie, and then Vanessa is doing the least. Uh, Vanessa <laughs> is always doing the least. Yeah. She only made me laugh that one time when she was in that hotel room trying to get ready in two seconds, running around in that maxi dress, <laughs> stuffing things into a big handbag. Oh, yeah. That was funny. <laughs> while, the, while the Scottish PR woman was yeah. like, she always has to stay in a hotel because she can't be trusted, <laughs> whatever it was. So uh, what, what are our most Saturday's moments from this episode okay and then we'll do from the whole season um i'm gonna say for this episode and i sent you pictures it's the close-up of that steaming unseasoned minced meat (laughs) in that salad bowl with that sweaty lettuce nothing Um, says the sats more than steaming mints. yeah and then it was closely followed by a bowl of those old el paso hard shell tacos okay mine is 
actively including a scene with international travel of Molly in a dark hotel room saying, well, we're actually, oh, it's at 6am in the UK and it's 9pm here and I'm really (laughs) tired. That couldn't have been more them. Oh, gosh. I have to say, I I think I agree that the steaming mints has got to be. (laughs) Steaming mints in a conservatory. Nothing says the Saturdays. Do you think think with all that double glazing as well, like there's a bit of condensation? Of course, yeah. Absolutely. All those candles. I think there's some candles. Were there candles? There was a couple of pillar candles on the table. (laughs) Thick, blocky pillar candles, which you also bought from Sainsbury's. TU at Sainsbury's, that's the home range. Oh, good job. (laughs) Tea, like two, like French. Yeah, but yeah, tea and you. Yeah, exactly. Wow. (laughs) I don't know what my most Saturday's moment of the series is going to be, though. I mean, I think it's, for mine, it's permeated the whole show and come outside of the podcast and we know what it is. (laughs) I think nothing more can sum up the Saturdays more than that sound during that song. I think just in general, all the all the motorway scenes. Yeah. Just the sights of those grey motorways with the sign yeah. just saying like the north. Oh, and a special shout out to all of the uh, paper and plastic carrier bags that have been carried in and out of the London studios and BB tele- BBC television And the dog center. shit. The dog shit <laughs> needs it. All the tiny dogs and the tiny dog shit and the Dettol wipes. Mm. <laughs> Anything else in your notes, Michael? In, the, in those oh, I, oh, pages of paper? Flipping through those <laughs> paper notes. Loose, loose, very small pieces of paper. <laughs> Wait, what am I saying? But, oh, I, I, at one point I wrote the through lines of the series and it's Rochelle's laptop Shitting dogs <laughs> and people carriers. Yep. Alexander McQueen scarves. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. That's course. the fourth one. Yeah. Of course. Well, we did it. That's really it. Did it. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Our um, regular show will be out and about soon. We'll probably will do another spin off. Out and about soon. <laughs> we'll probably do a spin off again at some point. Yeah. No, we will. Not probably. Just don't know when. It's got to be Chasing the Saturdays. Well, we know, you've, we know you've secured yourself a job on that one. Oh, my God. Honestly, I just remember like me, Matt, and Ben just sitting on the sofa and just being so bored but so happy. <laughs> on a Sunday night watching oh. Chasing the Sats. Well, it's like no one's chasing them. No one. <laughs> well, thank you for also helping us out, Michael. You're always an invaluable third co-host, despite oh. uh, the things you say about us behind our back about this podcast that we found out recently. Yeah. And uh, okay. I also often say it to your face. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so kind. You yeah. will continue to be our nemesis. Really nice. Love you both. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go and buy Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.